Now, Ken Reid is a blind campaigner and he's uh, preparing to cycle to the UK's four capital cities plus Dublin this summer as a challenge and a fundraiser. Now, why is Ken setting himself such a challenge? Ken joins us now. Hi, Ken. Hi there. Now, why? What has inspired you to do this? <laughs> I, I keep asking myself that. Um, the timing is because uh, it's 30 years ago this week that I was uh, told that I was going to go blind. I got a diagnosis of retinitis pigmentosa. And, uh, of course, anybody who knows anything about retinitis pigmentosa will know that that diagnosis uh, would, would, would indeed result in the uh, in blindness. So I, I, I was told I was going blind 30 years ago. And I thought... Um, to mark that, um, not celebrate it, obviously, but to mark it, I would um, I would do something uh, quite significant for for R and IB, um, who have given me a huge amount of support over those those thirty years, and and, and use it as an opportunity to raise some money, uh, particularly for talking books, and and just to draw attention to the situation. You know, thirty years ago, I was told, "Thanks very much for coming in. You're going blind. Goodbye." And you know, a hundred people will get that same story today. And it's it's not hugely different. And, Sadly, yeah, uh, yeah. I was just going to say uh, it to you. It's not changed much, has it? Not much, no. So, um, so I wanted you know to draw attention to the needs of blind and partially sighted people, so that uh, you know, hopefully over time that that circumstance will will improve a bit, and uh, it won't be quite so hard for folk. Uh, but at the same time, I want to raise a bit of money as well, because uh, you know it costs two and a half thousand pounds to record a book, an adult's book and about £1,500 to record a children's book. And uh, if I'm, I'm doing 750 miles, if I get £10 a mile from uh, the good people of Britain, uh, then I will raise £7,500. Now, that, that could be three adult books. With a wee bit extra, I could do two adult books and two children's books. Um, so, you know, that's the kind of target that I'm aiming for. And uh, it'd be great if, if folks can, uh, can lend me their support. And for many people, talking books is a lifeline, isn't it? It's a different part of oh, times of their life. For me, it's been been absolutely vital, and I know lots of other people. I I, I have a book reader that goes everywhere with me. I'm, I travel a lot. I'm on the trains, and I always have my my Victor Stream book player with me. Um, and uh, and it's it's great. It's it's such a a real form of relaxation to be able to just uh, pop on the headphones and listen to a talking book. And there's you know there's there's twenty three thousand books in the RNIB talking book library. Sounds great until you realise that there are uh, about thirty million books printed in English available for sighted people to read. So our twenty three thousand is good, but it could be better. And I know there are six hundred books waiting to be recorded this year if we can get the money together to do it. So I hope to take a little bit off the edge of that. And I suppose, as you say, you're raising awareness as you're going around the country. Um, it's over two weeks, isn't it? It is, yeah. Start on uh, July the 29th in Edinburgh. Uh, hopefully somewhere iconic, although we haven't quite worked out where that's going to be. Maybe Arthur's up near the seat. castle. Arthur's seat. <laughs> Edinburgh <laughs> Castle? I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere uh, that I can cycle away from. And, um, yeah, so two weeks later on Friday, the, um, what will that be, the 12th of August, I will finish by hopefully trundling across Tower Bridge in London and then swinging around and, and knocking on the door of RNIB head office at Judd Street. Now, it's, it's tandem cycling, so... Uh, Absolutely. I, I, yeah, so... <laughs> so, um, <laughs> how, how are you doing about getting pilots? Because sometimes that can be the challenge, can't it, for something like that? Well, it, it can be. Um, it's been great so far. I've um, been, uh, 
with the help of some friends in RNIB, I've been um, uh, bending a few years and, and uh, seeking volunteers. So yes, I will be at the back of the tandem. Um, I'm sure most folk are quite relieved to hear that. <laughs> and um, and then I'll have a relay of pilots. So I've got one chap, uh, Ricky, who's already signed up to do all Scotland. There's Barry and uh, Danny are going to do Ireland. Um, I'm looking for a few in Wales. So if anybody knows any tandem pilots in Wales, there, there are still a couple of gaps in Wales. And then I've got three different people doing doing England, finishing up with Matthew taking me into London. So it's uh, it's great. The volunteers have come forward already, and uh, just a few gaps to be plugged uh, would be lovely. Uh, and and the, the nice thing is, you know, I'm using guys who are, are relatively local to the area that they're cycling in. So I've got an outline plan of where I want to go, but they'll be able to take me to the best roads. The, the, the criteria for good roads, I've said, is that the um, First of all, there shouldn't be too many hills, uh, which is never great in a bike. Um, <laughs> and, and secondly, they shouldn't be too bumpy. Because uh, I've got to get back on the bike the day after. So the pilot may think, oh, bumpy road, that's all right. But he can go home the next day. I've got to get back on the bike. And I'm going to get some good shorts, really nice padded shorts. But I still don't want the roads to be too bumpy. Yes, I know. It's not until you, you do a bit of cycling, you realise that you get aches where you didn't think you could get aches, don't you? <laughs> I'm places you don't want to talk about too often. <laughs> <laughs> so are you doing some training then at the moment to get yourself in the way of it, or do you do tandem cycling anyway? I, I, I've been a tandem cyclist for, oh, crikey, probably the best part of 20 years, I mm. reckon. Um, uh, but I will be upping the ante a little bit in the next uh, four months. So uh, through the winter, I don't tend to get on the bike very much. It's not terribly good cycling weather, but I do a lot of running. Uh, so I finished my running on Sunday, basically. I did a half marathon on Sunday. So I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm basically kind of fit. And um, and I just need to get used to sitting on the bike and uh, turning the pedals. So I will be starting my tandem cycling um, uh, as soon as possible. And what message would you like to uh, people to take away from, you know, if, if they're aware of what you're doing, they're following the, the journey, and for people just who don't have sight loss at the moment, who aren't aware of it even, what would you like them to take away from what you're doing? Um, well, I'd like, you know, primarily this is, this is about talking books. So how important talking books are to blind and partial sighted people, what difference, you know, what an important difference it makes to lives to be able to pick up a book and read uh, for leisure and, and for, for students for, for education as well. The importance of reading is absolutely vital. And, and the other message, obviously, I'd like to, to get across is that I need your support. Uh, I need the support of everybody. So you can start by going to uh, the Cycle 750 Facebook page. It's Cycle because I'm riding a bike. It's 750 because it's 750 miles. So hopefully it's easy to, easy to remember. Search that on Facebook and please give me a like and uh, you'll hear all about what's going on. If you feel able, then just giving. And search again for Cycle 750, and you can make a donation there, and that'd be wonderful. And if you want to text to donate, there's a text to donate. It's not quite the same. This time it's CCLE75, because you can only use six characters in, in text to donate. You text that to 70070, and, and then put the money on the end of that. And uh, I think it's anything up to £10 can get, be done by text to donate. So, that's the other important message. I'd love to get your support um, uh, through any one of those means. That'd be fantastic for the whole um, RNIB Talking Book service. You just remind us when you set off. Set off on the 29th of July. 
And if you follow it on Facebook, you'll know where I'm going to be and you can even come out and shout. And just one final question. Um, when you were diagnosed, you got your diagnosis and it's obviously devastating at the time. Mm-hmm. Did you ever envisage doing something like this? <laughs> um, no, no. I mean, I've done a few things. I did actually cycle across Ireland the year I was after I was diagnosed uh, as a fundraiser. Uh, but that wasn't anything like as far or didn't take as long. I've done around London Marathon as a fundraiser, and I did a triathlon. So I didn't envisage doing anything quite like this, but I kind of got into the idea of you know, making a contribution by my own efforts quite early on. Well, Ken, we we wish you the best of luck, and uh, we'll catch up with you later in the year. Ken Reed, please, yeah, I'd love to come back. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks very much.